on that said just a few more moments while we continue to lay hands I wonder if somebody could just call out on behalf of a young person in this house come on would you lift up their name in prayer right now come on as God lays a young person on your heart would you just lift up your voice and and, and let their name be lifted in the atmosphere of this house right now come on in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Hallelujah. Oh, God, we plead your blood over them. We plead your blood over them. Use them for your glory. Use them, oh, God. Oh, God, I pray a hedge of protection around them that no evil would befall them this year. God, I pray that as they walk into the halls and the classrooms of the building, God, that they would be a light shining in the darkness, oh God. Oh, let them be used for your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands and thank the Lord for all of these young people. Come on, help me thank God for all of them this morning. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. If you want to remain standing, we are preparing for the word of the Lord in this house. Amen. But while you're standing, I just noticed them coming to the balcony. I want to give a great big congratulations to Brother Tom and Sister Laura Ann. They were married this morning. Would you help me just put your hands together and congratulate them? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Brother Tom and Sister Laura Ann Nolan. Amen. And we're grateful for the work that God has begun in their lives. And we know that he is not just the author, but he is the finisher of our faith. How many of you know he's going to finish what he's begun? Amen. Let's, let's stand to our feet all over this house. We're preparing for the entrance of the word of the Lord into this house. I want to remind you that immediately following the service this morning, uh, that we have prepared some food and a great time of fellowship right outside of the lobby in the back of the campus. Uh, I believe they've even got some a bounce house uh, for, our, our, for some of the, the younger kids. And... Uh, Anybody under the age of 55 can, uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, somebody. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sister Wana Lee. She got excited right there. Amen. She'll be in that jump house. But we want you to come and join us. Uh, we're going to have some great food, a great time of fellowship. Isn't going to cost you anything. We just want to take an opportunity to wrap our arms around you, tell you how much this church loves and appreciates you. Amen. And uh, so we want you to join us immediately after the service. And as is our custom, every time there are five Sundays in a month, we have Friends and Family Day and we only have one service. So this service this morning, thank God you made it because you're not missing out. This will be the only service today. Amen. And we'll resume our normal schedule this upcoming week. It is such an honor this morning to have with us all the way from the town that I grew up in, Pueblo, Colorado. Brother and sister Abram and Fabiola Condor, their precious family. Amen. It is so wonderful to have them in the house of the Lord. I mentioned this on Tuesday, I believe, that 
we go back quite a ways, and uh, I've had the privilege of watching their journey and becoming everything God has called them to be. At one time, many, many moons ago, I was their youth pastor, and, uh, and um, what an amazing story and an amazing testimony. And I've watched over the years as they have humbled and submitted themselves to the hand and the process of God. And God has used them in such a tremendous way. They, uh, I think they still lead the young married couples ministry there in, in Colorado. Uh, they also lead the Spanish ministry, uh, an emphasis on the Latino community in Pueblo. And uh, this is just an incredible family and we're so honored to have them right here for Friends and Family Day. I got friends and family here today, y'all. And I've asked him to come and deliver the word of the Lord to us today. How many of you know that God has prepared something for us in this building? I believe somebody's going to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost before we leave this house today. Are you grateful for what God is doing? One more time, put your hands together and give God a great praise as Brother Condor comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us in this house. You might as well just go ahead and praise him. There's no place I'd rather be. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't look at your circumstance. Look how big your God is. God, you're wonderful. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mama. Get your breakthrough. Go ahead, Daddy. Get your breakthrough today. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. I'm so delighted and honored to be here with you today. I want to say first and foremost that I want to honor the, you, you wonderful saints of the Most High God. Y'all just don't know, but when I come into this place, you shine. You shine. You shine, and I just want to honor you today. I also like to honor my beautiful bride the love of my life. I love you. We were talking a little bit about when I asked Bishop Elder to, if I could just date. Date, y'all. Date, like we were talking like two, three weeks, if that. And Bishop said, well, do you love her? Huh? Uh... That's how I answered to him. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, why don't you marry her then? Hello, somebody. Prophetic. But I love you, honey. I love my beautiful children. They're all scattered amongst you. Alyssa, Corbin, and Brielle woke up from her nap. I also like to honor 
the bishop and the pastor of my life, Brother Elder. Hey, y'all, you need a man of God. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my man of God. It was my man of God who believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Amen. I also like to give double honor to the angel of this city, the pastor, and the bishop of Fort Myers Rock Church, Pastor Williams and First Lady Williams. We love you. And Pastor Hammond, it goes back a few months ago where he looked at you or you looked at him and said, you're my bishop. And, you know, and sometimes people are like, what is he doing? But you know, the Bible says that you have power in your tongue for life and death. And sometimes you need to speak things. Hey, you think this building's enough for what God wants to do? In this region, nationally and internationally, Bishop Williams, I recognize you today and I love you. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm sowing seed. God's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth. And I believe it. I believe it. Amen. We love you. Did anybody come ready to have church this morning? Come on, I'm talking about, did y'all come ready to have church today? So delighted and so touched to see all the children and the young people here today. We pray for you. You know, I said this before, but Bishop, as you said this morning, unprecedented times. I like to set the precedent. You know, everybody's, oh, it's unprecedented. I know it is. But you know what? In unprecedented times, let me set the precedent. Where are you going to find me? In the house of the Lord. What are you going to find me do? Lifting my hands and giving God praise. Because I know in these unprecedented times, I might as well go ahead and set the precedent for myself, for my family. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles... I get a little ahead of myself sometimes. Go with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 28. Beginning with verse number 10. When you have it, please say amen. And the Bible says, and Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted up a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. Before I get into this, let me segue right here just because some of us come here today where you feel like the sun is set in your life or the sun is set in your ministry or the sun is set in your family. Let me tell you, hold on because you haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, but I just don't see that happen, Brother Connor. Hold on. I know it looks like the sun's going down, but if you just hold on to something. And he took of, of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and laid down in that place to sleep. 
And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth. And the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee, in thy seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I like this scripture right here. And behold, I am with thee, and will give thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee. What a promise. Until I have done that which I have spoken to thee. A couple more portions of scriptures. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. Some of us could quote it. And the Bible says, But you are a chosen generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chosen generation. It's not by accident. But you were... You are a chosen generation, a, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth of the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained it. And one more quick portion of scripture found in Revelations 1, 5, and 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of, of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And just for a little bit, this afternoon, I'm going to preach on this subject. The revelation of a heavenly connection. The revelation of a heavenly connection. Now, before we go there, can you set your Bibles down? And I wonder if there's anybody in this house that's got enough faith to believe God for supernatural works and miracles in this place. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this opportunity. God, I come before you believing, Jesus, that you break chains, that you renew, that you bring regeneration, that you destroy lions and kill giants and bring down walls, that you bust loose the chains that hold people today, that you heal the blind eyes and you unstop the deaf ears. God, I pray, let the lame walk today. And above all, Jesus, as I go forth and become your oracle, let me hide behind Calvary, Jesus, that you may be exposed in your glory. God, we pray, break forth on us today. Break forth on us in this place, God. We don't need a regular church service, but we need a visitation from you, God. We need you today. Touch us here today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now before we're seated, can you clap your hands?
Hallelujah. 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 God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. Amen. You may be seated. Bible says that in the beginning God now I'm going to tell you from the forefront of this message I ain't going to hold any punches in the beginning God if you're looking at uncertain times and uncertain circumstances and civil discourse and all the stuff that we look at let me tell you it was God in the beginning what are you saying I'm saying if you need an answer it's God God all by himself, it's not going to change. If we could roll everything back, what you're going to find is God. Before your problems, before your hurt, before those scars, it's God. But I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids while you go to the source. It's God. God all by himself in the beginning, God. You don't need to look any further. All you got to do is get connected to God. Because it was God. It was God who began to speak into nothing. The absence of anything. And God said. It was the word of God that began to bring forth. Now I've done some studies, but it's amazing how there in Colorado where I live, my house, there's not a lot of city lights around there. And there's times that when I get out of my car in the evening, I look up. And I see all them stars. And I begin to think how great and magnificent is my God. You see, and even science now, they're saying it's going out. And there's more. And there's more. And we can't get it all. And there's more galaxies. And there's more stars. And... I just sit back and say, that's the fingerprint of my God. When you think you're going to get bored of God, no, no, let me tell you something. Just look up and let it remind you. He's got another revelation. He's got a deeper rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. And that's found in Genesis 1, Genesis 2. You, it's a broken down account of the scriptures. But in Genesis 3... The Bible says that God formed man of the dust of the ground. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Right there was a heavenly connection. He touched earth. And in the lowest substance of earth, he decided to put his image there. So when you think you're pretty low or messed up, on the contrary, God made us out of the dust of the ground. And the Bible says that he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. There was that heavenly connection where man was nothing but all of a sudden he became something. And not, not just something but the image of God in his likeness. And as you read through chapter 3 you find out that sin separated and disobedience separated humanity from God. And I'll tell you like this, sin will always separate you from God. 
Don't get comfortable with sin because it separates you from sin. Don't get comfortable with those evil thoughts because it separates you from God. Don't allow it in your house because it separates your family from God. Don't make it easy. Like I said, I ain't going to hold no punches. There was a disconnection, but I've come to tell somebody today that in this house you can have a, a new connection with your God. I know sin brought a disconnection, but through the blood of Calvary and the blood of Jesus Christ, today, today in this place, you could go down in the name of Jesus Christ where your sins will be remitted. Come on, am I in the right house this morning? Is there any blood-bought saints of God? And he just won't only remit you, but he'll breathe back into you the breath of life. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost will come upon you, and you will begin to speak in a language you've never known before. The Holy Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. The heavenly connection. Don't go out these doors today. Don't miss your opportunity today. Today's the day of salvation. If you want a touch from God, don't put it off. Don't get comfortable. I'm telling you, don't be in this kind of environment and don't step into the blessing. Don't step into the promise. Because God just don't want you filling his presence. He wants to be inside of you. Yeah, I believe, and this is me personally, you can straighten me out, but I believe that Adam didn't have what we've got today. Through the work of the Holy Ghost, he, there was something that Calvary did, and I'm going to jump a little ahead of myself. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Yeah, don't miss out today, young person. Yeah. When, when the altar calls, go and lift your hands, close your eyes. If you feel like crying, cry. And then let God do a work. And then if you feel like being baptized in the name of Jesus, don't hold back. Because when I received it, I was only 12 years old. And God touched my life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't miss out on it today. Today, 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 today. We don't want you just playing church. We want you to be the church. And for you to be the church, you have to be washed by the blood of the Lamb. And God's got to fill you with His Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you see how I said that this building is not the church? Because you're the church when you blood-bought, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled, tongue-talker, living a holy life, ready to see His face Amen. There are things in life, though, that begin to wear us down. And forgive me, if, if I fall down these steps, just pick me back up. There are certain things in life that begin to wear on us. Sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's circumstances. Most of the time, it's just lies of the enemy. Telling you're not going to be anything. You're, you're good for nothing. 
I feel like preaching to somebody today that I could relate to. When everybody wrote me off and said I wasn't going to be anything. You're not going to have a ministry. You're not going to be a preacher. You ain't going to be that. Let me relate to you and tell you that if nobody wants to sit by you, don't worry because God will sit by you. Because those are the people that God likes to choose and to lift up and say, you know what? When, any, when nobody else seen it in them, I saw the potential. When nobody else said they could be anything, I knew they could be something. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a heavenly connection. And the devil will lie to you and tell you you're not going to be anything. You're not going to amount to nothing. That you're too young. You're too wrapped up. You're too messed up. You're too broken. Yeah. But you know what I've come to preach today? I pray that God, if I could just pull back the way you see yourself in the mirror and begin to expose to you the way Jesus sees you. All of a sudden, you step out of the natural into the supernatural. And no longer are you seeing yourself as that person that ain't going to be anything. But all of a sudden you step into that place and you say, you know what? I'm called for such a time as this. <laughs> Praise God, I've got people sleeping already. Just reminds me back at home. We have afternoon service, so I, I, I preach at him. I'm like, stay up with me. It's tough when you're at church all day. That's how I know I'm preaching good. I'm surprised. My kids fall asleep. That's how I really know I'm preaching good. The scripture that I read to you is about a man named Jacob. And you have to go back a little bit. Is this okay? You have to go back. Back before they're born. Esau, and mama, come on, say mama, mama gets pregnant, pregnant, the expectation of a baby, there's a lot of, let me spiritualize that, there's a lot of expectation here in Fort Myers, <laughs> babies on babies on babies on babies, yeah, I'm talking for real. I'm talking spiritual. And then I'm talking more babies. Uh-huh. Holler back at me if you hold one of them babies. Uh-huh. And then mama, all of a sudden, there's something that begins to happen within her. She's feeling something inside of her. And it's not just a normal kick in the ribs. It's something going on, the battle taking place. There's something inside of her womb that is happening. And there's a war going on between Esau and Jacob. And the reason I have to go here because there's always a war going on. Esau is a type of the flesh. Esau is a type of those wanting to condone to just having church on the internet. You can't have church on, you can watch church, but you can't have church. You line yourself right now as you're folding clothes and walking around with a broom in your hand. You ain't having church, you're just watching church. 
in your pajamas. I love you. Thank you for visiting. Like and subscribe. I love you. <laughs> but I'm just telling you how it is. And there was that war going on in Mama. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break it down for you so you understand that the church is the mother of us all. And there's always a war. There's always this, this, should we get with the preacher? Should we break through or should we just take our ease and sit back this Sunday? Should we give in to the carnal or should we step into the spiritual? Oh, but you don't know. I'm sick right now. Well, if you're sick in your body, the best time to get your healing is in a church service. And instead of worrying about your sickness, just lift your hands and give God praise. I still serve a God that's a healer. And I believe in a supernatural miracle that could just happen as the word's going forth in this house. I don't put God in a box. And there's a war going on all the time in a church service. You ever been in that service? All of a sudden you feel it going back and forth where sometimes you want to you step into it. And all of a sudden it's, 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 it's that crazy sister, you know, that one that gets up and all of a sudden she starts hucking and bucking and you feel something just break in the, yeah, in the service. Because there's that war of carnality if you want to you take back and get your ease. But you know what? I don't come to church without an expectation. Yeah, I know he's the God of the natural. But for him to reveal himself, he's got to work in the supernatural. He says, I know I created everything that you're in. But I want to show you a little bit deeper of my revelation. I want to show you something you haven't seen before. I want to show you something that you thought was impossible. Yeah, cancer mountain, blind eyes, hallelujah. And that war, and she began to cry, and she began to ask the Lord, what is this? What's happening? And he said, it's a war. It's two nations in your belly. And I'm going to tell you that the older is going to serve the younger. And that's very important because... The older, old man, firstborn, my flesh, I came into this world condemned and separated. I was the firstborn, right? But the secondborn, born from above. Yeah, 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 yeah. The younger shall rule over. And when I step into a church service and I don't feel like praising the Lord. I step out and say, you know what? You stay there, you carnal flesh, but I'm going to lift my hands anyways. I'm going to dance anyways. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, why do you lift your hands and why do you praise him? Because the Bible says the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. One of the greatest revelations I ever got. It's not about who I am and what I've done, whether it be right and wrong. It's who he is. And he's worthy all the time. In any circumstance. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and praise him. I feel him in this house. Hallelujah. Lift your voice. Clap your hands. Hallelujah.
And the Bible says that in this particular moment when, when the babies were being born, that Esau came out first. But there was something about Jacob. There was something about Jacob. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, let me get a hold of it. Because even as an infant, in his innocence, when he understood that Esau may be coming out first and that birthright may be his, that's not supposed to be his. And he's holding on, saying, hold on, Bubba. That don't belong to you. That's my birthright. And if some of you get the revelation, as Pastor was saying, you better kick the enemy out of the ground that belongs to you. Because it's not the devil's. It's yours. Those babies that you pray for, don't worry. They don't belong to him either. They're the Lord's. Put your faith back in God. Get a hold of it. Hallelujah. I don't know the character. I don't understand it. You know, sometimes I read those accounts in the scripture and I look in, in babies' eyes and, and you just wonder, what was it? What was it? There's, there's a lot I could talk about, but for time's sake, let me get to the scripture that I read to us. The Bible says, you know what music, if you could help me out. Everybody said I was a long-winded preacher, but I've been chilling. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Some of us, I'll get back to that, but I'm going to segue for a second. Some of us have not realized the potential. We attach the Holy Ghost to the goose bumps on the back of our neck, talking in tongues. And don't let me undermine any of those things. But if you only knew, there's more. There's more. There's more. You might as well look at your neighbor and tell him there's more. There's more. Look at your other neighbor and say there's more in you. Sometimes we confuse it for a get-together. And don't, under, don't let me undermine, because I hook a bug with the best of them while I try to. And I understand the power that happens in those times. But sometimes when we step away from those things, we don't realize the potential. That's why I said it, God. God, if you can just peel back the way they see themselves and reveal to them, God, the way you see them. The Bible says here in 28, the scripture that I read to you, the Bible says that before that, that Isaac said you need to go find a wife to Laban's house and he goes. And in that place, the Bible says that the sun set and he began to make a bed with rocks to lay his head down. And in that place, the Bible says that he dreamed a dream. And that there was a ladder 
going from where he was laying up to the heavens and that there was angels ascending and descending on that place. You thought we had, we started church at 11 o'clock, but I've come to tell us that there was angels making preparation in this place. Hallelujah. Angels ascending and descending. I read that and I begin to cry. And this is the reason why is because if Jacob would have had the revelation that those angels were already there. They were there into a place going up where the Lord stood and said, I am the God of Abram and Isaac. And I will bless them that bless you. And as the dust of the ground, and you see the promise of God unveiled. But unfortunately, when Jacob got up from that place, he said to himself that the Lord was in this place, and I knew it not. Let it not be said of you today as you step into this heavenly place, that you walk away from here saying that the Lord was here and I didn't even know it. The Bible says that he took oil and he anointed that place and he called it Bethel. But Jacob, you couldn't see. You couldn't see past Calvary. You had the promise, but you couldn't see past Calvary. And he named that geographical place Bethel. But he didn't understand that the connection to the heavenlies was not the geographical location. It was him. It was him. When he put his head down, it was him. He was the place of the heavenly connection. He was the place where the angels were ascending and descending. What are you trying to preach? I'm trying to preach your royal priesthood. Hold on, now let me preach to the church. But first, let me preach to those that may not have a heavenly connection. Today's your day. Don't miss out today. Because I'm telling you, there's a world that you've never seen before, that you've never been a part of, that God wants to work in supernatural ways. He wants to break the chains. He wants to bring down the walls. A heavenly connection. But my brothers and sisters, you that have the Holy Ghost, don't mistake a geographical location to your heavenly connection. What does that mean? You're a royal priesthood. You're a peculiar people. You're a holy nation. A heavenly connection. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a land that flows with milk and honey. I'm talking about when you say the name of Jesus, walls come down. That when you say the name of Jesus, chains are loose. That when you say the name of Jesus, you could call things that are not as though they are. Why? Because you have a heavenly connection. 
You see, you underestimate the Holy Ghost that is in you. You hear it quoted all the time. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh heavenly connection. It's a heavenly connection. What do you think Calvary was? It was him suspended between earth and heaven connecting us. Breaking down the wall of separation. There's no hope. I'm making a way. A heavenly connection. You are kings and priests. For a time as this. In uncertainty. In perilous times. When you're worried about your babies. Mama let me tell you. Don't worry. For the promise is unto you. And to your children. What are you talking about? It's a heavenly connection. Oh, I've had glimpses of it. Bishop Williams, I've had glimpses of it in prayer. Of that place of that world where there's no sickness, where there's no disease, where there's no depression. And so what do I do? I pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it already is. Why? 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 Because I'm a, <laughs> I've got to connect them. I've got to connect them to you, God. To this hopeless condition. To this lost world. To the drug-addicted family members. To the broken marriages. God said, I looked for somebody to stand in the gap, and I found no one. But I'm saying, God, here I am. Yeah, I know. It's a fight. It's a fight to get a hold of promises that you can't see. It's a fight to get a hold of places you've never been before. It's hard to get a hold of things that you've never touched. But the Bible says now faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. What is that? It's a heavenly connection. Boom. Now faith is. Now faith is, come on, stop putting off what God wants to do for you in the future. Why don't you just let God break forth in your life? A heavenly connection. The Bible's full of it. Red Sea. Circumstances that seemed impossible, a rod lifted from dry ground. Why? Heavenly connection. A boy on the battlefield. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause as the day and age that we're living in? And a giant falls against circumstances. Why? Heavenly connection. Heavenly connection.
Why? 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 The Rock Church all of us, it's exploding. Bishop, because it's, it's a heavenly connection. It's a heavenly connection. It's a heavenly connection. Can you grab one? It's a heavenly connection. Grab another one. Grab another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Hell, because it's a heavenly connection. And it's pastor grabbing you and taking you and him getting a hold of you. Through the pain, through the suffering, through the uncertainty, through the impossible situations. A royal priesthood, a peculiar people, kings and priests. God, I pray, just reveal, reveal, reveal to them, oh, the way you see them. There is a world. Jacob, you couldn't see past Calvary. So you anointed that place. But what you didn't realize, Jacob, it wasn't that place. It was you, sir. It was you that had the connection. It was you. What are you saying? It's you, my brother, in your neighborhood. It's you. It's you in your house. It's you around your babies. Why? Because it's a heavenly connection. But they're blind. Nope. Because in the heavens there is no blindness. It's all bridge the gap. I'll be what you've called me to be. That's why he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Yeah, all oh, men, the good, the bad, the rich, the poor, the broken, the whole. Why did he say go into the byways? They weren't just servants. They were connected to the heavenlies. You see, and that's why that scripture means so much to me. Now unto him that is able <laughs> to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Yeah, you see, it correlates to the carnal mind. It correlates to what you think you could see. It correlates to those things that you try to put God in a box with. But he supersedes all those expectations. Yeah, and yes, my cup runneth over. Why? Why did he just fill the cup? Because it's a heavenly connection. Why was there 12 baskets left over? Because it's a heavenly connection. There was more than enough. There was enough for those who weren't there yet. Oh, young person, hear me for a second, child of God. You underestimate who you are because of your age. And you underestimate who you are because you may not get the likes on social media. 
But if I could just reveal to you the way that our Heavenly Father sees you. A heavenly connection. I've got it. I've got to find Jesus. You know why this altar's open the way it is? Because it's a heavenly connection. You know why you need to visit your prayer closet? Because it's a heavenly connection. Do you know why we praise and worship the way we do? Because it's a heavenly connection. You know why we're sanctified, holy living? Because it's a heavenly connection. I can't lose this. You know why people walk in here and say, I've never felt anything like that before. I've never been in a place like that before. I've never felt God like that before. It's because it's a heavenly connection. I can't give you everything that God's done for me, but how he saved my life over and over again. Where a friend was going to get murdered, should have been there that night. And they walked in and mugged him and shot him in the chest. I was sleeping on his couches for weeks before that point of time. Lost! Bishop, lost! But there was something that got me out of that house that night. It was somebody, it was somebody, maybe a grandpa, who was on their knees years ago. A heavenly connection. Don't underestimate the power of your prayer. Because it connects you. It connects you to a world that, yeah, you don't see, you don't understand. But God's saying, here I am. Here I am. Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Why did he say those things? Because he realized greater, greater works shall you do. Greater, greater, greater than a mustard seed. Greater, why, 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 why? Why no limits, Bishop? Heavenly connection. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. Chains busted, giants coming down, walls falling. The mouth of lions being shut wide. Heavenly connection. Blind eyes being opened, deaf ears being unstopped, the lame walking and the dumb talking. Why? It's a heavenly connection. If I could just reveal who you are in Him, you would see. You're the point. You're the point of the heavenly connection. He's saying, Come on. Come on, ask. Ask, and it shall be given. Kings and priests, who am I? Yeah, I know we've all asked that question, who am I? And I'm telling you, you're a royal priesthood. 
a peculiar people. To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Heavenly connection. To call things that are not as though they are. Well, I just don't see it yet. Well, why don't you speak it by faith? Heavenly connection. But as it is written, 1 Corinthians 2, 9. But as it is written, I had not seen. Woo, no ear heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of men. You haven't seen it. You haven't even heard it. Why? Because there's more. More with the heavenly connection. The things which God hath prepared. That's already done. Prepared. Past tense. Meaning that it's already set in place if you will just ask. You think you've seen it? Not yet. You think you heard about it? Nope. You think it's in your heart yet? Nope. Bishop, I read the scripture and a lot of men try to preach that about heaven. But I believe that it's now, it's for these days. And I'm not trying to undermine what heaven's going to be like. Because when we get there, we're all going to praise and worship. But I'm telling you, if you want to see the supernatural, miraculous power of God, it's here. It's here on this plane. It's here to those that say, I will be the heavenly connection. Silver and gold hath I, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. What was that? It was a heavenly connection. Well, I just don't know how we're going to feed the multitude. Two fish and five loaves. How did it happen? Heavenly connection. And I'm almost done. Thank you, man, for being here. Sometimes you don't see what God's doing around you. But there's an angelic host already there because there's a heavenly connection. It's not by accident. I don't believe that the Bible says that they were already going up from the earth. Coming down. They were already there. In Hebrews, it says it like this. Hebrews 1.14. Are not all the angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? They're working. They're working. Sometimes that nudge to go back to the prayer room. Sometimes that nudge to go up to the altar. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. notes, but I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Ooh. 
Isaiah 54. It says, Sing, O Berlin. Some of you may not understand it, but a mama that was failing don't have one yet. The scripture says, Sing, O Berlin. Yeah, that situation that looks like it's fruitless. Sing, O Berlin. That thou didst not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. That thou didst not cry, that thou didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Verse 2. Enlarge the place of thy tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. What am I doing? I'm prophetically speaking. Maybe to a mama that ain't got a baby yet. Or that circumstance. Or North Fort Myers. Or Oh, single barren. Break forth and enlarge the place of thy tent. Why? Am I praying that? Heavenly connection. Heavenly connection. Yeah, you just don't understand. <laughs> you just don't see yourself. What looks fruitless. Single baron. Yeah, but I don't see them babies yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single baron. Stretch forth the tent. Yeah, this building is not big enough for what God wants to do nationally and internationally. What are you talking about? I've felt it and I've seen it. I've seen it in the spirit. A heavenly connection. Right now, you don't want to miss it. I feel them in this house. Yeah, don't, don't just sit there. Am I done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. But I don't have to open up these altars to them that understand. I've got to get to that place. The heavenly connection. Come on, don't wait. Don't wait. We've got water. We'll baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost right here in this altar, there's a heavenly connection. God wants to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on. Respond. Respond. It's Come on. Come on. Come on, if you don't know what to do, why don't you pray for somebody? If you don't know what to do, lift him up. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me.